views expressed on this program are those of the hosts, guests, and callers, and are not necessarily those of this station, its management, or other advertisers. You're listening to Transformation Talk Radio. Are you ready to stop stress, anxiety, and low self-esteem from ruining your life? Join award-winning author and breakthrough expert Dr. Friedman Schaub for Empowerment Radio as he addresses some of the most difficult challenges in our day-to-day lives. Find out how you can use the power of your mind to overcome self-sabotaging patterns and build a solid foundation of confidence and self-respect. Learn cutting-edge tools to switch out of survival mode and approach every day with greater ease, joy, and purpose. Here is your host on Empowerment Radio, Dr. Friedman Schaub. Welcome to Empowerment Radio. I'm your host, Dr. Friedman. And uh, yeah, it's almost 25 years ago that I came from Germany to the U.S. And uh, a lot has changed in my life because of it. And a lot of little habits and things that are different in the U.S. than uh, in Germany, I got used to. And one of those things is to walk around with a water bottle and uh, basically try to stay hydrated, which is one of those things my parents always made fun of me. (laughs) They always kind of said, why do you always have some little water bottle with you? You're not a baby who has to get nursed all the time. Well, somehow I liked it and somehow it felt good. And at that time, we were talking like the 90s or the early 90s. Uh, my, uh, one of my mentors in medical school, he was certainly not believing that hydration had any influence on your energy level or on your uh, quality of sleep or any of those things. So I personally at that time knew when I didn't drink enough, I didn't sleep well, and I didn't have as much energy, but was totally denied. Well, I guess the new science shows us a different picture, and this is what we're going to talk about today, hydration. You know, summer is around the corner, and the temperatures are going up, and our water in our cells and our body is decreasing if we are not paying attention. Now, did you know that, for example, as I said, insomnia, brain fog, uh, lack of Uh, you know, uh, the uh, ability to lose these extra pounds or joint pains and a lot of things we often intuitively think, well, you know, maybe it's how we eat, maybe it's a gluten intolerance, maybe it's something else. And we are not thinking about that more simple cause, which is how well are we hydrated? Do we even pay attention whether we are hydrated or dehydrated? Do we even know the science of dehydration? Well, I'm really glad that I have an expert today on the show who explains to us more about the new science of optimum hydration. She is an integrative physician, and she is a co-author of the book Quench. And it has a long subtitle, which I actually have to ask her about when I right away introduce her, because I couldn't remember it. Oh, no, here I have it. It's Beat Fatigue drop weight, and heal your body through the new signs of optimum hydration. 
Now, before I go to my special guest, I just want to make you realize one thing which I always find so interesting, which is that we are mainly made out of water. You know, that we are to 65% or more. You know, the smaller we are, the more we are like children, the more water our system contains. And, and as I read in, uh, in Dr. Cohen's book, there is actually science that says that on a molecular level, you know, on the very tiny level of our atoms and molecules, we are actually to 99% of water, which just, you know, baffled you. So when you think about how much water we are, it makes sense that we actually need to pay attention more on how much water we take in and how much water we lose every day. And uh, so a very important topic and a very empowering topic. And so I want to welcome my special guest, Dr. Cohen. Thank you so much, Dana, for being on the show. Thank you for having me. Good morning. Good morning. Well, I'm very excited because this is really a topic that, uh, yeah, I do believe has so much potential for people to just feel better because there are so many ways we lose water, we get dehydrated. So tell me, how did you get into this whole field of hydration? So my co-author, Gina, actually um, presented me, one day she came into my office and asked to speak to me. She runs something called the Hydration Foundation um, and asked to meet, speak to me about hydration. One, she was a, we have a, my friend was a mutual uh, friend of hers, my patient. And, um, and I said, sure, come on in, let's talk. And she presented me with Dr. Pollock's research. Gerald Pollock is the water researcher that we talk a lot about in the book. Um, and she blew my mind. <laughs> um, you know, Dr. Pollock uh, has written numerous articles. He's a very well-respected water researcher based out of um, University of Washington in Seattle. And, um, and basically, he's he's discovered that there's another phase of water. We've always known that water to exist as liquid ice and vapor. And he has said, no, there's a fourth phase. And he and it's this is gel water or structured water. He calls it easy water, stands for exclusionary zone. There's lots of names for it. Um, and uh, while some people don't necessarily agree with what his equation of that water is, he calls it H3O2. Um, most scientists know that there is another phase of water, and um, and that was just mind blowing to me. The the simplest molecule in the world, H two O, we that we don't know a lot about, and it was it was mind blowing to me. So that's when it all started, and we started to delve into the research. And I was and I've always known. I always ask as an integrative doctor. I, my first question is, well, what did you have for breakfast, lunch, and dinner? What did you drink all day? I ask every patient that walks in the door. And even my healthiest patients admit to not drinking enough water or thinking they don't drink enough water. So I've known it's an issue. And then that was now probably about four years ago when we started this whole quest of, of talking about hydration and dehydration. Now, did you, uh, in the course of writing this book, actually also change your water habits? Did you feel like, you know, I, I actually do something wrong here? Or what, what did you learn personally on this? Yeah, 
Yeah. And, and, you know, and I'm still to this day, it's something you have to make a daily practice out of. Um, You know, I know in the past, there were days that I would sit at work for 10 hours straight and not go, not pee, not go to the bathroom um, because I I was working, I was not drinking. um, And now, I mean, there's, we've gotten the whole office involved. Um, I know like my staff will bring me water if I'm unable to, if I'm, I'm too busy or, and vice versa, like we'll, we'll, um, we all help each other. So yeah, I've definitely changed my, my habits. I know what to do now and I work way harder at it too. So yeah. Well, you know what I loved about your book, because, you know, we think about hydration. Well, so it's a book about how to drink more tap water. How can you fill these pages? Well, it's actually not at all that. And that was just so great to read. There are so many better ways than uh, just drinking water to hydrate you. And in fact, drinking too much water can actually do the opposite effect, which we will also talk about. But let's start with the basics. Yeah. How do we even get hydrated and how do we know that we are hydrated? Really good question. So one of the other interesting things when I started to delve into this research, I realized that we don't have any great ways of measuring hydration, true hydration. We know what overt dehydration looks like as physicians. You know, you're in the hospital, like that's serious and severe. This low grade in you know, day in, day out, dehydration, we don't have a great way of measuring. So we have to count on um, knowing our bodies and, and, and knowing what feels, feels the best for us. So um, there are a couple of rules to follow. So the first is you want to look at your urine. You want to look at the color of your urine. The w- one way you can know that you're, you're well hydrated is that that urine color should be straw colored or a light yellow colored. Um, there's a caveat to that, that people who take B vitamins know that your urine turns bright yellow. So you can't really use that measurement then. Right. Um, but but you want to, if you're not that, you want to look at the color of your urine. You don't want it to be too concentrated or rust colored or orange colored. You want it to be a nice straw colored. So that's number one. Number two, we're meant to get up and pee every two or three hours during the day while we're awake. That's what we're meant to do. And if you're not getting up and if you're sitting at your desk for eight hours straight and you haven't gotten up and gone to the bathroom all day, you're dehydrated. Mm. (laughs) Um, Thirst is actually, um, you're you're a bit long gone if you're thirsty. Um, So that's not a great way to look at hydration status in this day in and day out, really keeping your your skin and your cells plump and moist. So thirst is not a great measure. Um, I think some of the earliest signs of dehydration, low-grade dehydration, is that afternoon is fatigue and brain fog. Like I think those are first two signs. You know, you said this a little bit earlier, before you reach for sugar, thinking maybe your blood sugar dropped, try hydrating better. And you'll, you know, more often than not, I think it's hydration versus a drop in blood sugar. But isn't it funny when we feel that little dip in the afternoon? We actually do grab something to drink, but usually it's coffee. And doesn't coffee not dehydrate us even more than we already are? Well, the good news is that they've done studies and anything over four cups of coffee a day becomes a diuretic. Anything less than that, it's not. Mm. Now, it's not the best way to to hydrate, um, but it's not it's not as bad as we as you know we think. Meaning, oh, oh coffee, you know, alcohol. On the other hand, is absolutely 
a dehydrator. Um, but coffee, you know, anything under four cups is, is okay. But doesn't yeah. it depend also on the strength of the coffee? I mean, I'm sure they are well, double espresso right. may have a different effect than a, just a little drip coffee. I think um, I think it depends on the person too. You know, people. There's other reasons why you shouldn't have coffee. Like if the caffeine is going to affect your adrenals, or going to affect you know, if you're very sensitive to caffeine, that's also a different sort of ball game. But as far as from the hydration standpoint, um, yeah, it, it it could depend on how many cups too. Oh, a lot of coffee drinkers of this world exhale now with relief. We still <laughs> are able to drink our coffee. So why don't you just grab a cup then during the break and come back because we're so much more to talk about with Dr. Dana about hydration and her new book, Quench. We will be right back. Stuck in a roundabout of dysfunction? Learn how to speak your truth to power with host Dr. Kathy O'Bear. Create real change with smart tools and smart strategies. No frills, no fluff, just life-changing conversations to help get you where you want to be. Extend your reach and become an agent for real change with Kathy O'Bear. For more information on Kathy and her work, please visit drkathyobear.com. That's drkathyobear.com. Knowledge Book Radio with Marge Potasik has a special gift for everyone out there. To receive three chapters of the Knowledge Book as a special gift, send your email to mmjp99 at gmail.com. That's Amazon Mary, Amazon Mary, JP99 at gmail.com now to receive this fabulous, fabulous gift of the Knowledge Book. Tune in to The Jen Royster Show, intuitive guidance to inspire your life, each Thursday at 8 a.m. Pacific and 11 a.m. Eastern on TransformationTalkRadio.com. This amazing show is an inspirational hour that will take you on an epic metaphysical journey to discover the spiritual approach to life's greatest challenges. Dr. Jen is an internationally known intuitive counselor, spiritual teacher, and energy healer. Call in for intuitive readings and visit JenRoyster.com for more information. Are you new to playing with the law of attraction or a seasoned pro looking for an easy and organized way to monitor your co-creation endeavors as you draw them from the immaterial planes into your physical reality? Then join me over at goldenotter.us for bi-monthly new and full moon rituals where we plant seeds of intention, then harvest the fruits of our desires as part of a dynamic community in the members-only Lunar Manifestations Forum. I'm Autumn Seibel, host of Golden Otter Radio, where the metaphysical meets the mainstream, and I can't wait to meet you. Did you know that all of the shows on the Transformation Radio Network are available as podcasts to stream or download? Really? Check us out. Go to transformationradio.fm. We have business shows, spiritual shows, energy healing shows, and pretty much everything in between. Something for everyone guaranteed to inspire, educate, and transform. We are transforming the world one listener at a time. Are you done being afraid to jump into the life that's waiting for you? Are you ready for a real shift? I invite you to tune in every Tuesday with me, Tracy L, on The Tracy L. Clark Show, where we will teach you how to live your extraordinary life. At 8 a.m. Pacific on Transformation Talk Radio, where I will provide the tools and the steps needed 
to help you transcend perceived limitations and move forward with an extraordinary life. For more information, visit me at tracylclark.com. Yeah. Well, welcome back to Empowerment Radio. We are talking about hydration and how to make sure that your body has the water it needs since a huge part of our body is made out of water. And for this, I'm talking with Dr. Dana Cohen, the co-author of her new book, Quench. Now, Dana, tell us what are the dehydration factors? Because there were some factors I read that were really interesting. I mean, we know about salt and heat and but what other dehydration factors are there that we actually don't really think about? Yeah, well, I just want to stop at salt for a second because salt um, is not necessarily, a, you know, we need salt in our body and we've become so fearful of salt. Um, and if we have real uh, sea salt or, or natural salt, it's actually, we need it. It's electrolytes, we need it to hydrate. But fake table salt is a whole different Ball game, and there's actually a, a, a large section based on salt in the book, which I think is very interesting. Um, so, some of the other dehydrating factors: um, processed food. You know, mm. we think what it takes to in order to uh, metabolize that food in our body. It's it takes a lot. It takes a lot of energy. It takes a lot of hydration. So, processed food. Um, obviously, medications, prescription medications. Um, we actually had a, had a whole list of medications that we ended up taking out of the book that were um, uh, that were um, the FDA reported to the FDA to cause overt dehydration, and there were things that you would never think about, things like um, the purple pills, proton pump inhibitors, or Prilosec. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. Ambien, aspirin, like very common things that have been reported to end up in the emergency room for dehydration. So mm-hmm. medications is another one. Um, this is a little controversial, but um, EMF, electromagnetic uh, frequencies, right. um, you know, now there is this whole 5G that's coming um, and it's here and we don't know what it's doing to us. And um, I think it's... Uh, other than you know, real um, electrophysiological issues with it that are controversial. We don't know. Um, I, they are they are dehydrating. Um, lights, overhead lights, bad lighting is dehydrating. And then the big thing, and we have this is a lot of what we talk about in the book is sitting. Mm. Sitting is a dehydrating act um, because we talk about fascia which is that connective tissue in our body that, um, that envelopes every cell, every organ. Fascia is a, is a transport system for hydration, which was another sort of mind-blowing concept to me that um, we've only ever thought that hydration gets moved via blood and lymph, right? right. So now we understand the... Um, we've always been told, oh, you got to move your joints to lubricate them, now we really understand why fascia uh, is, a, is a delivery system. It's a hydraulic pump, so to speak. So when you bob your head up and down, that's moving fluid in and out of your brain um, in, a, in, a, in a hydraulic pump sort of way. So sitting all day, you're squelching that delivery of hydration to the periphery. So that's also another dehydrating act. Right. That was really fascinating that uh, a way to get hydrated 
is not just to, you know, get more fluids, but also to move more. And in your book, you actually have a certain sequence of movements that are very helpful to, to stay hydrated. Well, what would you say, like, let's say someone it's, you know, for work has to travel by plane all the time or sitting in the office. What are like one or two simple movements they can do to really get that hydration system of the fascia moving? Yeah. So anything, any, any full range of movement is, is acceptable. So if you're sitting in your chair, literally do ankle circles with your feet, mm. you know, so just sort of raise your feet, do some ankle circles. Um, you want to stand up every so often, maybe do a few squats. You want to just do full range of motion. So like lift your shoulders up and down, really simple stuff to get that. You, you just want to stop. You, you want to just get everything flowing and moving. Um, and it's this is not this is not exercise. This is in addition to whatever exercise you're doing. Just to, right, right. Just to be clear. <laughs> but you don't have to really do it to exert yourself. Just you no. know, a few minutes or less is enough yeah. to get that system going. Right, our body yeah. is they're very forgiving in this regard. Yeah. So we talk in the book. There's a I think there's a little case study that about. Um, uh, worrying about interrupting your neighbor who's sleeping next to you and you want to get up and go to the bathroom. So you're actually doing them a favor by making them get up and, <laughs> and go, to, you know, so, so don't feel so bad. Well, that's so, a pretty yeah. good excuse. Excellent. Yeah. <laughs> well, yeah. you know, talking about plane rides, there are also a few, I mean, we all, especially now in the summer with vacationing and so on, uh, most of us will probably hop on a plane. So what are some of the tips to stay dehydrated on a plane? Because the air is very dry with the air conditioning, yeah. everything. So what would yes. you suggest? Yes. So by the way, we didn't talk about air conditioning and heat and indoor environments for that dehydrating, incredibly mm -hmm. dehydrating. A plane has something like less than 2% humidity in it, which um, in our normal environments is is far greater than that. Um, so uh, it's hard on the plane because we're not allowed to bring, you know, you're not allowed to bring liquids onto the plane now, um, right. which is an issue. So um, we also do have a case study of, uh, for some reason, I have a lot of um, flight attendants as patients, you know, they all sort of talk to each other and one comes in and, and I have them all um, doing chia seeds in there. Um, so they'll, they'll, they'll not bring the liquid in, but they'll bring chia seeds and put it into their, their liquids or their juice or something like that. Um, so now we're talking about chia seeds. These are the dry little seeds that when you actually just bite on them, there is no water coming out. <laughs> but no, but at least you, that you taste it, right? That you feel it. Right. But when you add water to it, if you, it, it plumps up and literally forms a gel on it. Um, so if you've ever made chia pudding or something, it becomes like a jello almost. It's very, um, and that's the kind of hydration that's going to really pull in hydration, pull it into your cells. Chia seeds are, are an incredible hydrating um, uh, seed. Uh, there was a very interesting research on this tribe of um, desert people called the Tarahumari tribe who used to run 50-mile marathons on using chia seeds in very little water, um, and that's what kept them hydrated. So, yeah, so wow. chia seeds is a great way on the plane. You could just, you know, have them give you a little bit of orange juice and throw some chia in there, let it sit there for a few mm. minutes and drink it down. That's incredibly hydrating. Excellent. Yeah, but I think, I think the way desert people hydrate is that they front load their water. 
So I think that's also something to think about when you first wake up in the morning, big 16 ounces of water with maybe a little bit of chia or a little bit of sea salt. I don't even do chia in the morning, but I do a 16 ounces with a, with a pinch of salt, maybe a little squeeze of lemon for more minerals um, is a good way to sort of get your day started and front loading your water. That's how desert people do it. They certainly don't. Yeah, that's really interesting because you, you know, usually, and this is exactly what I did when my parents did their eye rollings, uh, I basically drank all the time. And uh, so in your book, it was really pointed out that the Bedouins are drinking early in the morning a lot, like the camels, and then they're done for quite some time. And and how is it? How does this work? Why does it not just get immediately eliminated because somehow it's too much for the body to handle? Well, you know, I think the Bedouins also did a lot of... Um, you know, what we now call bulletproof coffee, where they add um, uh, like a, uh, an MCT oil or some kind of fat to their, to their tea or their liquid. Mm. Um, they, they used to use yak butter into their, into their drinks. So that was also one way that they held on to that hydration first thing in the morning. Um, I, you know, I think physiologically, I think the fat also holds on to it, the electrolytes um, in that front front water, that first morning water is just, um, it just holds on to it a little bit better. It's hard to, we don't really know, but I think if we start the day off right, that doesn't mean you can't drink the rest of the day. We're not Bedouins. Um, <laughs> but, um, but we still need some water. And then the, you know, the big, the other big issue thing in the book that we talk about is, um, eating your water. Mm, yes. And, um, yes. <laughs> so and that's how, what does that mean? So it means that we're going to, um, a better way to hydrate, and, and maybe you know this, I mean, I know my patients say, I drink water all day long, but I can't quench my thirst. Mm-hmm. I can't get hydrated. And they notice that by the end of the day, their their urine is clear. There's no color to it. You're just drinking and peeing it right out and you're not, you're not satiated. You're not quenching that thirst. And I think um, by eating your water, by getting... Um, more hydrating foods into your, 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 with fiber. So there's a couple of things we need. We need greens, we need fiber, and we need water. Um, and those are the things that are going to act like a sponge and keep that water into our cells better to be utilized for energy longer. So, so what are hydrating foods as an example? So greens, vegetables. Think uh, that is that is our biggest thing. Vegetables are anywhere from, you know, 85 to 95% water. And um, I like to give this example because a lot of, it's like the coffee thing. Iceberg lettuce, we have always thought had no nutritional value. It's zero calorie or less than zero calories, nothing nutritional. It's probably one of the most hydrating vegetables mm-hmm. that we can eat. You can see, you know, if you look at, at iceberg lettuce, you can see the water in it. You can see the fiber, you see the gel, things like celery. Think about cucumber seeds. Oh, let me go back a second. How do, how do desert plants hydrate? Think about that. Mm-hmm. You know, cactus and aloe, it's literally gel. You know, when yeah. you open up an aloe plant, there's gel that falls out of that. That's, that's the kind of water that's going to stay in our cells. Um, so what creates gel water in the body or this structured water that Dr. Pollock researched? Um, vegetables, chia seeds, um, we need water and we need fiber. Those are the things that are going to act like a sponge and give us a better way of hydrating. And when you start to eat this way or really start to notice 
so this is the whole thing too. How do you know you're hydrated? It's, it's very individualized and you have to find out what feels best for you. Um, there are a few ways to measure it, but we still, they're still not, not for prime time. Um, yeah, it's probably easier to tell when we are dehydrated. It's like, you know, how do you know that you're healthy when you don't feel sick? I guess it's <laughs> with hydration, it may be a similar thing. You, you don't really feel when you don't miss something. Right. So my suggestion is you know, try it on. You'll notice in, in literally one day, if you do this for one day. Um, so some of the rules that we give is front load your water, 16 ounces, first thing in the morning, a pinch of sea salt for electrolytes. Or you could buy, there's lots of electrolyte replacements there now that have no sugar and they're all natural. Um, and uh, maybe a little squeeze of lemon. So front loading your water is one way. Um, we also suggest a glass of water about 10 minutes before every meal. Um, and uh, the other thing is a green smoothie a day. Right. Which is, you know, a, a practice that I think um, it's become a big deal and lots of people are starting to do it. And I think, um, I think more people should, should really consider it. Basically blend up some greens in a blender, add water, add a little chia, um, you could add a little ginger, lemon, however you want to make your, your, you could add some blueberries or half a green apple for sweetness. Um, one green smoothie a day, you will definitely notice a difference in how you feel if you've never done it before. Like it's a really easy thing to do. And so people just say, wow, my energy, my, you know, you'll notice. Right. It. Well, we'll see. There's already, you know, good suggestions on not just sticking to the water but when we come back, I will tell a little story about Danielle, my wife, which, uh, yeah, maybe something you have done also wrong in the past. And I also wonder, what do we do at night? Because no one wants to necessarily get up three or four times in the middle of the night to have to pee. But how do we find that equilibrium between staying hydrated and staying asleep? We will be right back. Are you ready to create a life you'll really love? Then you'll want to tune in to the hit show Life Design Radio from adversity to awesome with Susan DiLorenzo. Live each month on TransformationTalkRadio.com. No matter where you are in your adversity story, Life Design Radio has got you covered. Get ready to feel inspired, enlightened, and motivated. For more information about working with Susan, visit SusanDiLorenzo.com. Learn to live in the light and unveil the authentic you with a time of healing radio with me, Felistiana, on TransformationTalkRadio.com. Tune in every third Tuesday at 11 a.m. Pacific as I help listeners understand sacred fusion energy and how to connect to the spirit that fuels the very life we live. Explore the journey of spiritual transcendence and ultimately discover the path to peace, love, purpose and wholeness. For more information, visit atimeofhealing.com. Dream on, lie high, and live adventurously on The Laura Meeks Show. Tune in each month on Transformation Talk Radio as host Laura Meeks guides you in finding your unique gifts and bringing them to life. As a certified life coach, speaker, and veteran bomber pilot for the U.S. Air Force, Laura knows how to follow a dream. She is ready to support you so you can dream on, fly high, and live adventurously. 
For more information on Laura and her work, visit flyhighliving.com. People often ask, what does it mean to thrive? On Thrive by Gen Radio, it means body confidence, mind fulfillment, and soul synchronicity. Create synchronicity with God and learn as Jen shares action steps and real stories that will inspire you to be unstoppable in fulfilling your purpose. Tune in live each Monday at 8 a.m. Pacific on TransformationTalkRadio.com and visit JenniferZellup.com to thrive with Jen. Has your buzz for life buzzed off? Feeling ignored, invisible, and wondering if this is really all there is? The years go by faster as we gain momentum. You're halfway there. Are you gathering speed or puttering out? Hit your stride for the liberating half of life. Comfortable in your skin? You can do better than that. Tune in to Discovering You Again Radio every fourth Wednesday at 11 a.m. Pacific as host Susan Axelrod encourages listeners to decide what they want, get inspired to action, and face challenges head-on. Host Susan Axelrod pulls no punches, encouraging you to grab the brass ring and soar. For more information about Susan, go to www.whatwillyourlegacybe.com. Welcome back to Empowerment Radio. Uh, we're talking about hydration with my special guest, Dr. Dana Cohen, who wrote the book Quench. And before the break, I, I mentioned that there was a little story with my wife who was at some point an avid glass blower, just like I also really enjoyed this great hobby. And, uh, you know, you're standing for a few hours in front of this, uh, you know, gory hole with 2,800 degrees heat just, you know, glaring at you. And, of course, you think this is dry heat, this is hot. So you definitely have to drink because you get easily dehydrated. Well, at the beginning, Danielle, who is afraid of dehydration, definitely drank quite a bit. And she gulped it down, especially those... Uh, you know, electrolyte drinks and those energy drinks, not the energy with caffeine, but uh, with uh, you know, the Gatorades of this world. And so she just drank and drank and drank and drank. And then after one class, she came home and she said, I am feeling so sick. I don't know what's going on. I'm feeling like I want to faint. I'm really just, you know, she felt bad, almost like dying. And then all of a sudden it came out of her gallons of that water just poured right back out. I mean, literally in, in orange color. It was not pretty, but afterwards she felt so much better. So I think what happened is something you can probably explain, right? And it's something that at the beginning of uh, this program, I talked about that when we drink too much, we can actually hurt ourselves. So, so what happened to her? Why did she feel so bad? And why did she have to let go of this water? Huh. Interesting. So, uh, you know, that's not, it's not as clear as you think. Did she, she vomited it up or Absolutely. it went out? Yes. The yes. other side. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, you know, I think it, 
she may have had like a little bit of a heat stroke kind of thing though, too. Like, I don't know, you know, I wasn't there. So that, that could have been something else, but um, you know, I think those, those kind of drinks between all the fake, you know, the sugar and the, um, and the, the, the coloring and the artificial colorings, there's, there's absolutely now better ways to do it. Um, And we even give a little do it yourself, um, uh, sports drink in there that's much more natural and that kind of thing. Um, but let's talk about drinking too much water. Um, Which I think exactly is what she did. I mean, she just yeah. was pushing it in. And uh, so what happens when we drink too much water, especially, you know, water that is maybe not as rich in electrolytes? Right. So sp- specifically, um, plain or bulk water is what we call it. So regular tap water or filtered tap water, doesn't matter. When you're drinking that water and not replacing electrolytes and drinking too much, we're, we're literally flushing out our, our own electrolytes. And, and I can't tell you how many patients I, you know, who I ask, they're like, I drink water all day long. I'm good. I drink a ton of water. And then I ask them, do you get leg cramps? And they're like, yeah, I do. Um, and it's because they're flushing out their electrolytes. So um, I think, and the other thing I want to say too, is I actually see this at least once a week in my office where I'll do blood work on a patient and I'll notice that their sodium is low um, mm. in their blood, which is, you know, we always thought as physicians, if you have to, you have to, you know, you have to drink so much water that you're flushing out your sodium, that that's in people who have, you know, diseases, cancer and those kind of things. I see it at least once a week in people who drink too much water. So it's way more common than I think we, we're led to believe that we're drinking too much water, flushing out our electrolytes. So the way that we combat that is um, put a pinch of sea salt in a couple. You don't need to do it in every single glass of water that you, you drink, but sea salt has the whole full range of minerals that we need, or there's electrolyte replacements. Um, I'm on the board of something called Cure Hydration. It, it's actually um, a, a, a little packet of electrolyte replacement that's a, a wonderful product. There's a ton of them out there. Um, and so that's how we help prevent doing that. But yeah, people who think, like, like I wonder if you as a kid, were you, you know, just drinking so much water that you were flushing out your electrolytes without really knowing it? Um, and the other way to, to, to not do that is by eating your water because you're eating all the minerals and everything with it as opposed to, to drinking ever more water. Well, I'm definitely glad that you mentioned salt because this is something that has such a bad reputation. And of course, it needs to be sea salt, which is available everywhere. But uh, it is something that uh, I think with the whole idea of salt being bad, don't use salt. I think there is a tendency for us to actually lose more of our electrolytes, and as you said, maybe also dehydrate ourselves from the inside out. And uh, that's certainly something we have to, to keep in mind. Now, you have a whole section also about bottled water. Because it's a billion-dollar industry, it's like, you know, you, you don't necessarily use tap water. Get your water that make you smarter and better. And what do you think about bottled water? And, and what do you suggest we should do? Yeah. Yeah. Um, it's a, it's a tough one. Um, we need to get rid of the bottled water. We just need to stop. Like it's ridiculous. Um, we are ruining our oceans, our environment. We have to get those, those plastic bottles out of people's hands. Now I realize, you know, it's hard when we're in the airport, for example, we can't, you know, we can't bring water with us. But we can bring empty containers. I mean, and then fill them up. 
I, I wouldn't fill it. I wouldn't drink that tap water in the bathroom in the airport. <laughs> <laughs> but they have water fountains there. Are they good? Usually the quality. I don't, I've never seen a water fountain in the airport. I don't know. You know, the thing that you push on and it spritzes out yeah. a little bit. And yeah, yeah. I mean, that's pretty common. Yeah. I don't know. You know, this is the problem. I don't know if they are filtered or not. Um, and I'd be, I'd, I would be a little leery. I don't trust, you know, look what happened in Flint, Michigan. You know, you, you can't trust the government. It's still happening that, that our water supply is tainted with, um, with lead, for example, you know, there are things. So, um, what, what we can do though, is, um, you want to, you want to drink filtered water at home. Um, I give, I don't even, I don't tout any filters in the book. I send people to, um, the environmental working group. It's ewg.org. They have a list of filters that are affordable, you know, in whatever is in your price range. So um, that's where you want to look at for a proper water filter for your home. Um, and you want to drink filtered water, you want to carry. I have a, I have a couple of beautiful, I don't have it right here, bottles that, um, that I love to sort of tote around and they're glass bottles. Um, yeah. There's a, there's a great website called findaspring.com, which is, I mean, it's a lot of work, but you could bring bottles there and go and bottle your own spring water. And they're all over the world, these find a spring places. I mean, that's a lot of, to ask somebody, but could it's, be a cool vacation. Yeah. <laughs> Just go from one spring to the next. Not bad exactly. idea for the summer. Yeah. Exactly. But I mean, I agree. Uh, we definitely have to be much more mindful with our bottled water. And just because we think we can recycle them doesn't mean it gets recycled. It just gets shipped to a different country that then tosses it right into the sea. So it doesn't really get recycled. And uh, our conscience may be better, but the reality is still very dire, especially for our sea life. So yeah, I agree. Get the filter and use tap water. Now, I said before, what do we do at night? So let's say you want to be hydrated. It has been a hot day. We probably stayed in the air-conditioned room, lost a lot of our precious fluid. What do we do to not have to get up 50 times at night? <laughs> so, um, so the good news is, I mean, Mother Nature should take care of that. We, we, we make a, a hormone that is... Um, that is you know, cyclical and it's higher in the nighttime. And that hormone is ADH or antidiuretic hormone. So when we're younger, that's why we, we don't wake up um, so much in the middle of the night to pee. As we get older, we do, this hormone does get less and less. So that's why as we're older, we tend to wake up more in the middle of the night. Um, I think, uh, we could, you know, you have to, depending on your body, once again, this is all, it's all personalized. It's all individual medicine. So you need to know what's going to work for you. Um, maybe by doing a little chia seed or something, um, a green juice that's not so, um, sing, you know, bulk water that may be able to hold it on to and, and make it through the night with just that. You're going to have to play around with it and you're going to have to know, well, what time, if you, if you, wake up often in the middle of the night, then you're going to, you may have to stop drinking at 9 p.m. or whatever's right for you. It's, it's very individualized and there's no one great answer to it. But, mm. um, you know, a little bit of, of maybe an herbal tea, which is hydrating, um, could be uh, something that you could do instead of plain water. Now, besides chia seeds, are there any other slow-releasing uh, nutrition that uh, we can use? 
fiber. So any kind of fiber is also going to really help. So that's the idea of the green smoothie. Again, um, it's a blended vegetable versus a juiced vegetable. You know, the juice, you're getting rid of the fiber, you're putting it aside. So you want to blend those vegetables because you want to keep the fiber um, is, is what, but that's how we define a smoothie in the book. It's not like a, a, a yogurt you know, or an ice cream shake. It's a, it's a blended green vegetable with other things in it. Like So ginger. what's your favorite smoothie? What would you suggest as a hydration smoothie for the summer? I keep it really simple. There's over 50 recipes in the book, um, but I, am, I keep everything very simple. So whatever greens I have, um, I'll throw those in and it could be spinach, it could be Swiss chard, it could be kale, it could be whatever. So green, whatever greens I have with water, so greens, throw in about some water. I like, um, I like ginger. I throw a little lemon in there and I'll do a green apple, half a green apple for sweetness. Um, that's the easiest, uh, and maybe chia if you want, um, the easiest one that I, that, I, that I just tend to do all the time because it's just, I don't have to think about it. And then you oh, can play around. That sounds know. really yummy. I'm, yeah. I'm thirsty right now. Maybe it's too late for me. I'm already dehydrated. That's not good. <laughs> I'm a little thirsty too. <laughs> <laughs> well, we'll right back after the break. And I want to talk about one thing that also was very surprising to me, which was about losing weight. Why is losing weight and, uh, and hydration going hand in hand and the opposite, of course? Why don't we lose weight when we are dehydrated? So stay tuned. We will be right back. Grab a glass of water or a bite of cucumber. And then let's tune back in. Tune in to Lucid Planet Radio with Dr. Kelly Neff. This hit show will illuminate your senses and empower you beyond your daily stressors and hardships. Renowned psychologist and author Dr. Kelly will captivate you with far-reaching topics and amazing guests as you wake to the greatest version of yourself. Learn to tap into your intuitions, think critically about our world, heal emotional and psychological wounds, and follow your passions to live your dreams. The Lucid Planet. Welcome home. Visit lucidplanetradio.com for more information. To find answers to life's questions, you need to look within yourself. Dr. Glenna Rice brings your questionable conversations on Transformation Talk Radio each month. Tune in each month for insight into how you can live up to your full potential. Dr. Glenna is a physical therapist, certified access consciousness, and access body class facilitator. How does it get any better than this? For more information on Dr. Glenna Rice and her work, visit GlennaRice.com. Are you feeling stuck in unhealthy habits, toxic relationships, or low self-esteem? Do you crave a healthy relationship filled with inspiration? You might just be on the verge, on the verge of attracting your soulmate. Tune in each month to The Laura Richer Show, where dating coach Laura Richer and co-host matchmaker Peggy Bennett share tools for using your dating breakdown for a relationship breakthrough. For more information, visit richerhealinghypnosis.com. Living Lighter Radio with Jason and Patricia. We have an ecosystem approach to your life. Tune in weekly every Monday at 1 p.m. Pacific on Transformation Talk Radio as we, Jason and Patricia, discuss what's truly holding you back. We offer you the tools you need to reach your goals and at the same time be living lighter. For more information about Living Lighter, visit www.livinglighter.org. 
learn and explore fascinating and practical uses of essential oils, how to use them, and how they can enhance your everyday life. The Oil Lounge was founded by three remarkable women with fascinating stories about how essential oils changed their lives. Tina and Laura from The Karmic Path have joined forces to educate the masses in the benefits of Young Living Essential Oils. For more information, visit theoillounge.com. Welcome back to Empowerment Radio. I have my special guest today, Dr. Dana Cohen, who wrote, co-wrote this excellent, excellent book, Quench, which I can highly recommend. So if you really want to take care of your body, if you want to learn a little bit more about simple ways to make yourself feel more vital and younger and look better through hydration, very simple. Read this book. It's a great summer read. I think you're going to actually get so much out of it. And even though I'm a physician, there were a lot of things I actually learned anew. So I'm very grateful for that, Dana. And it's very easy written. It's not something you know complicated or it's really something you can easily follow. Also, the advice is not hard. And I think you get it from the interview. It's all very, very user-friendly. Now, Dana, how can people find you, find the book? How can they find out more about your work? So uh, my website is www.drdanacohen.com, D-A-N-A-C-O-H-E-N. So you could find all, I'm on social media, you could find it all there. The book is called Quench. It's everywhere books are sold, Amazon and uh, Barnes and Noble as well. So um, yeah. That's how you can find me. Excellent. Thank you. Well, tell us so about weight loss. I, I, you know, this is one of the subtitles of your book about losing weight. So how is dehydration and weight loss or not being able to lose the extra pounds? How is that connected to each other? So um, we lay, there's a couple of uh, key studies in the book that, that we talk about. Um, one is, uh, and, and most of the studies are, are very similar to this. So people who drank a glass of water before every meal after a period of three months lost five pounds more than those who didn't. Um, so there's those kind of studies that are actually laid out. But I think the bigger, the bigger picture and the bigger idea is that, um, which we didn't really talk about. So this proper hydration, um, you know, when, when we find out what that ultimate proper hydration is, that is the, 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 the point of all homeostasis in the body. Mm. So what that means is that our cells are, are living in harmony. And, um, and when, we are, when our cells are happy, everything is running right. Energy is being produced. Um, you know, so I think it's the idea of this low-grade, um, chronic dehydration is is the first in treating that is the first step in preventing and treating chronic illness, you know. And I think um, this obesity and weight stuff. Um, there's some really good information and very interesting information that this may be the first step in even preventing diabetes and even Alzheimer's disease, which is now considered type three diabetes. So I think, um, I think when you look at the big picture of things, yes, there's some great studies that just doing those, those simple things is going to help you lose those, lose the, those few extra pounds that you couldn't do. 
But I think before you embark on any kind of nutrition plan or whatever formal diet thing you may want to undertake for um, to lose weight, you have to start here. You have to know what it feels like to be properly hydrated or nothing is going to work for you. Well, it's possible also that when we are dehydrated, we have low energy, we like to get more energy through eating more, which we naturally do, and that that also causes this cycle of just putting more sugar in to get a little boost and uh, and just uh, go in general much more into a sedative state where we don't move enough. And so it all probably snowballs into an an imbalance that then yeah. I can see. Yeah, uh, and I causes illness. Yeah, I think, I, exactly. I think so much of this is intuitive, um, like, like you said earlier, and, and some of the things that, we, you know, it is, it is quite simple and almost to the point where people are like, oh, I know that, I'm not going to read it. But when you really understand the whys, um, it, it pushes you to do better. And I think um, when you really understand sort of the science and, um, and some of the things that we lay out in here, it makes so much more sense and you're more, you're more opt to do it, I think, in a, in a better better way. Well, this is one of the things that I really also enjoyed about the book is that it reminds you of listening to your body and paying attention to it. And uh, you as a integrative medicine physician, you certainly preaches to your <laughs> to your patients all the time, but we are so disconnected from our bodies. We are not listening to the signals only when they're really painful or somehow really prevent us from doing the things we want. But there are so many fine symptoms and fine signals that we could easily attend to if we would pay a bit more attention to it. So just looking at that hydration it's and signs of dehydration as a first step, I think that can really be so empowering in itself. Uh, I think you just hit on something so important. Like anybody who's listening, like that is truly, truly key. We need to, we need to like, we're cut off from the next down. You know, we've cut our, we're, we're so cut off from our bodies. And um, yeah, I think that is huge. If we can teach patients that like, whew, our job is done, <laughs> you know? Yeah. yeah. Well, yeah. it's also something that, you know, I feel like we are, you know, unfortunately, not really getting well educated on what to pay attention to because we are much more now in a society where there is a problem, take a pill, you don't have to feel it anymore. But it's not about gaining equilibrium, it's about chasing symptoms. So, listening to the body is also, you know, our responsibility. It's not something that necessarily every doctor will tell you, aside from doctors like you. That uh, is something we have to study ourselves. So just taking a moment and, and really checking in. What does my body need? Does it need more rest? Does it need more water? Does it need more vegetables? Does it have to you know, tell you stop eating meat? Stop eating uh, you know, too uh, heavy starched food? Things like that. I mean, it's interesting. It's really, I had this awakening a few years ago where I really started to realize my body tells me every day, don't eat the German sausage. Did I listen? No. But at some point it was very clear because, you know, it really felt like every time I ate, I felt heavy. I felt like at night I couldn't sleep. So, you know, I had to really pay attention. And since I listened to my body, I feel way better, much more young, much more vital and uh, and certainly my next uh, quest to be more mindful about is 
hydration. So thank you very much. I love it. Thank you. That's awesome. By the way, the book is published in German. I don't know if you know that. Oh, great. Well, yeah. for all the German <laughs> listeners, don't, <laughs> don't worry. It's also in German. You know, one thing I wanted to ask you also is, uh, you know, when, when you're thinking about aging, which is a big topic, and all the creams and all these hydrating little lotions we put on there, you have also a section about that that I found yeah. very interesting and how hydration yeah. makes a big difference. It's funny because um, this, uh, for some, it's estheticians. There's, those are the women who do facials and stuff. They have really picked up this book and I hear from them all the time. Like I recommend this to my patients. Like skincare workers are the ones that know like there's, you know, there's only so much we can do from the outside. It has to start from the inside. Um, and I, you know, I noticed it on myself um, when I, when I hydrate better, my skin is better. Like it's just, it's, it's sort of a known thing. And this is absolutely a way to, to, to get started um, looking better from that end. But so. does it even work from your experience, these hydrating uh, creams? Is this something that, uh, is actually in hydration from the outside in, or do we have to hydrate from the inside towards the cells, or can it be both? I think it. I think it has to be both. I really do. I think you know, there's elements that we need to also protect. Obviously, protect our skin from the outside. Um, I mean, you know, the the creams I think are temporary, um, but important also to protect. Um, so yeah, I think it's I think it's got to be both. And technology with skincare is just uh, it's incredible everything that's happening with it. And it's I can't I don't keep I can't keep up with it. I'm not I'm not a dermatologist. I should have been a dermatologist, but I'm not because <laughs> I love it. Been a vet, as you said before this. <laughs> yes. <laughs> um, so yeah, but uh, I think I think it has to be both. Yeah. Well, if there is, you know, since we are entering into the summer months, is there is one tip that you would just leave us with to pay attention to or do regularly to make us well moist inside, outside through the summer months? What would that be? Yeah, I have to, I have to say it. I have to stress it. I think do, try drinking one green smoothie a day. Mm. Um, and you could throw a little bit of fat in that smoothie too, meaning like some MCT oil or coconut oil, um, because we didn't even discuss fats. There's a whole section in the book about healthy fats and how important they are specifically at a cellular level. We need fats um, for, for our cell membrane. And there's these channels in which hydration gets into the cell. They're called aquaporins. And that's all, you know, fat is, uh, I have such a, 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 a whole love of the whole of fat and, um, and the science behind fat that I think a lot of science has gotten it wrong. Um, and we're really knowing now that healthy fat is super important. So I think a green smoothie a day, add a little bit of fat to it. Um, you will, if you don't do that already, you will absolutely notice a difference in energy and yeah. Well, I think you made a lot of people happy being allowed to eat some fat, some salt, and definitely drink coffee as well. <laughs> and now we also know about other, even more healthy things about hydration. So thank you so much for being on the show. It was really so enlightening and uh, important, and especially with the aspect of staying healthy and staying well and keeping the cells happy. It doesn't have to be complicated. It doesn't have to be expensive. It can just be done every day 
if we pay, pay attention. So thank you so much for being on the show. It was really wonderful to have you. Thank you for having me. Well, this was another hour of Empowerment Radio. Thank you so much for tuning in. You can, as always, watch the show again on my YouTube channel, Dr. Friedman Schaub, or on my website, drfriedman.com. Until next time, take good care of yourself, stay cool, stay hydrated, stay well. Goodbye. You've been listening to Empowerment Radio with Dr. Friedman Schaub. Join Dr. Friedman every first and third Thursday at 9 a.m. Pacific, 12 p.m. Eastern as he addresses some of the most prevailing challenges of our daily lives. To learn more about how Dr. Friedman's personal breakthrough program can help you overcome fear, anxiety, and low self-esteem, visit thefearandanxietysolution.com. 